Welcome to the New Testament Daily with Jerry Dearman, where Jerry reads a chapter from the New Testament and gives us key insights and life applications along the way. For more information about the Solid Life Journal and reading plans, visit solidlives.com. And now, let's get into today's reading. Okay, Matthew chapter 28 from the New King James Version, and here's what it says. Now, after the Sabbath, and by the way, I almost read went right into chapter 28. In fact, I started to yesterday because uh, it's so exciting to go from the death of Jesus and burial into the resurrection. So here's what it says. Now, after the Sabbath, that's Saturday, as the first day of the week, Sunday began to dawn, Mary Magdalene, Magdalene and the other Mary came to see the tomb. This is very early in the morning. Verse 2, And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat on it. His countenance was like lightning. In other words, bright and white. And his clothing as white as snow. And the guards shook for fear of him and became like dead men. So notice when it said in chapter 27, they put a guard there. A guard was not just one security guard. This was a guard of several, likely four or more. So it says, and the guards shook for fear of him, the one angel, and became like dead men. Verse 5, but the angel answered and said to the women, do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen. Isn't that a great report? He is risen, as he said. Come, see the place where the Lord lay, and go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead, and indeed he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. So notice they're down here in Jerusalem right now, but uh, the angel told the two Marys, go and tell his disciples that he's going to go meet you up in Galilee. And so they went up in Galilee, but then they ended up back in Jerusalem because Jesus said, wait in Jerusalem for the Holy Spirit. And so you can just see the progression here between Jerusalem and up in Galilee by the Sea of Galilee and then back down in Jerusalem. So verse 8, so they went out, the two women went out quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy. They're afraid. They've never experienced anything like this, but they also have great joy in the fact that they just heard the report that Jesus has risen from the dead with great joy and ran to bring his disciples word. And as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them saying, rejoice. So they came and held him by the feet and worshiped him. Then Jesus said to them, do not be afraid. Go and tell my brethren to go to Galilee. That's up in the north. And there they will see me. Now, while they were going, behold, some of the guard came into the city and reported to the chief priests all the things that had happened. Now, why did the Roman guards report, report to the chief priests? Because they knew the chief priests were very concerned about something happening. And so they knew. And plus, they also thought they may be killed for uh, dereliction of duty because they did not guard the tomb. The body's gone. See, and that's exactly what they were there for, is to make sure that nothing happened to the body of Jesus. And so they went to the chief priests. 
and they told all that had happened. When they had assembled with the elders and consulted together, they, the chief priests, gave the Roman guard a large sum of money uh, to the soldiers, saying, tell them, quote, they gave them the, the story, the false report to give, the fake news, if we could say it that way. Uh, tell them his disciples came at night and stole him away while we slept. And if this comes to the governor's ears, we will appease him and make you secure. So they took the money and did as they were instructed. And this saying is commonly reported among the Jews until this day. Boy, they had fake news back there too, didn't they? All right, verse 16. Then the 11 disciples went away into Galilee to the mountain, which Jesus has, had appointed for them. When they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. And so he did exactly what he said. He, up in Galilee, he appeared to his disciples. Verse 18. Now, here we go. Ready? And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Now, let's just sit on this since we have a little bit of time in this chapter. First of all, he says in verse 18, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Well, what does that mean? Well, in heaven, we know what that means, that Father God gave him the authority. The Bible says in Philippians 2, God, because Jesus humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. So notice he's been given this authority. Well, not only that, but you know he was born as a human being. And as a human being, we've been given the authority of the human race when God said, uh, let us make man in our image and let them have dominion over the works of our hands and such. And so he has dominion on earth as a human being by being born as a human. And then he has the dominion on earth of the covenant of Abraham because he was born of the lineage of Abraham. He also has uh, the fact that he was born as the son of David in the line of King David and God had promised David, you'll never cease to have a son sit on the throne forever. And so Jesus is the fulfillment of that. So being born of the lineage of David, he now has received the throne of David. And so this is part of the authority that was given to him. But not only that, he came and cut the new covenant with God. And so he is the mediator that cut the covenant with, he represented man to God and he represented God to man. And so he has this authority, having been perfect, by the way, and that's another thing, he fulfilled all the law, he never sinned, not one time. So all the blessing of the law, he fulfilled by obedience, by obedience, not faith and grace. Oh no, he actually fulfilled it by his obedience. And so now all the blessing 
of the law is all belongs to him. This covenant, the old covenant, the covenant with David, the covenant of Moses, which is the law, he fulfilled that. And now the new covenant that God makes with him, he has all the authorities on earth. He picked them all up one by one, walking through it with righteousness, legally picked them up. And God has given him the authority in heaven. And so he says, listen, all the authority that exists in heaven and on earth has been given to me. And then he says, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations. In other words, take my authority. Mark's gospel said, in my name, cast out demons, speak with new tongues, lay hands on the sick and they'll recover, etc. And so he says, all authority has been given to me. Now you go and make disciples. Take my authority. Do you remember he sent the 12 out and he said, uh, go. He gave them power. He gave them authority over sickness and demons and everything. And so he's now doing that to us. And he's saying, go make disciples of all the nations. So notice now, he doesn't just say, go get people saved. He says, make disciples, make disciples, make disciples of all the nations. This is worldwide. This is not just the Jews. So it's interesting in the book of Acts, they didn't even realize that the Gentiles could be saved until Acts chapter 10. And yet Jesus right here in the Great Commission said, go make disciples of all the nations, all the nations. Watch this, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I've commanded you. So what are they teaching? Well, we can boil it down to this. They're teaching the Word of God, exactly what we're doing. We're learning day by day God's Word. And so we're learning how Jesus wants us to live, what the truth is about God. And so this is how you make disciples. And so even what we're doing every day here, reading the Word, this is part of your discipleship. You're becoming a disciple of the Lord, being discipled to be like Jesus through His Word. And so it says, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So bless the Lord. Aren't you glad we're disciples of the Lord Jesus? Now we need to accept this great commission and we need to go into all of our world. Lord, help us. In fact, Father, we pray right now that you would help us to make disciples of all the nations. Help us to teach them your word. Oh, may the truth penetrate the darkness and the callousness of the hearts of people. And Lord, I, we pray that you deliver people from addictions and bondages and lies and deceptions and help them to embrace the truth of your word in Jesus name. And Lord, we pray that you would make us good disciples in the kingdom of God. May each of us fulfill our respective assignments because you have been given authority in heaven and on earth, and Philippians 2 tells us, and under the earth. And so, Lord, we take the authority that you've given us in the name of Jesus. And we say, by the power of the Holy Spirit and in the name of Jesus, we declare we will fulfill our respective assignments. We will disciple people as you have called us to. Lord, we're going to take the eternal view and not the earthly view. We're going to take the long view and not the short view. Because in the process of time, we'll be glad that we obeyed you and that we fulfilled our assignments. We pray that you help us to do it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us for the New Testament Daily with Jerry Dearman. 
And thank you to those of you who have partnered with Solid Lives to help get this daily podcast and other resources like it to thousands of people around the world. If you would like to partner with Solid Lives, visit solidlives.com give. To find out more about the ministry of Solid Lives, how you can be a part of this church planting and disciple-making movement, or for more great teachings and resources by Jerry, visit solidlives.com. We also want to invite you to check out Jerry's other podcast called The Jerry Dearman Podcast. Here, Jerry shares with us at least weekly from God's Word, challenging us and equipping us to fulfill the amazing plan that God has for our lives. You can find links to this podcast as well as Jerry's YouTube channel online at solidlives.com. Thank you again so much for joining us, and we'll see you right here tomorrow as we jump into the New Testament Daily with Jerry Dearman.